if I say the word moist, mm-hmm. what does that do to you, Kat? <laughs> I just giggled. <laughs> I just giggled. Moist. Some people hate that word. Man. They do. They hate it. I didn't know this was a thing until discussion around Thanksgiving came around about how moist the turkey is. And then some people like corrected me and said, don't say it's moist. moist. Yeah, what is it, though, about that? It, it makes moist? you think about things that you're not supposed to think about. Is that why? Is this we do we associate it with with dirty things? Um, okay, so yes, there's that, but there's also a scientific explanation that I just read for oh. why people don't like the word moist. Okay, read it. Here we go. Moist is a word that often elicits a strong and sometimes physical reaction from people. It's a real phenomenon and one that gets explained in the latest Tech Insider video. Twenty percent of people say that hearing the word Moist, I'm probably creeping people out just by saying yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're saying it a lot. Gives them the same reaction as hearing fingernails on a chalkboard. It's a phenomenon called word aversion, where a word that has a non-offensive meaning but has a but has a power to disgust people, kind of like phlegm, crevice, or moist. It requires some context. The same people freaking out over hearing the word moist don't often exhibit the same response when they hear moist cake. It's only when moist is conjuring up images of wet bodily functions that it bothers people the <laughs> <See>? most. <laughs> a wet bodily about. function. Yes. It's a wet bodily function. Oh. A lot of scenarios where moist could be... No, I won't even bother. You could have like moist underwear or something like that oh, on a sweaty day. But you could. Yeah, yeah. That's why the word's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> why is it gross though? Because people just associate it with that. It doesn't bother me as much as other words. There's other words I find more gross it's just ones i can't stand hearing like like the c word i hate that word you don't like cunt? oh scott why do you gotta say it look i think that there are words that are bedroom words that can be used in the bedroom and it's free game fair game and right. then but like if you're not in the bedroom in that scenario do not ever use those words what how do you, how do you feel about the p word i don't like that word that's also a bedroom word really keep it in the bedroom keep the p keep the c in the bedroom uh-huh See, most of the actual correct terms are the ones that weird me out, too. Like, like erection? I don't mind erection, but I'd never actually say that. Vagina? Vagina, I'm okay with. Testicles. Testicles are all right. I'm thinking more like... Um, taint. <laughs> taint is not even a word. <laughs> it's not a you people got to stop saying taint <laughs> like it's a word because it's not a word. Stop it. <laughs> no, like I don't like the, I don't like the word labia. Labia. Labia is just not a nice word. Labia. A lot of the, I think, is it is it not a nice word or is it just not a nice word because you're not used to hearing it that much? And obviously you're associating it with health class, for health example, class, right? Like if labia Discovery was Channel. Linda, like let's say that the, <laughs> like let's say that the world is shifted here and labia is a very popular lady's name. And instead it's the Linda that's the labia. You would be fine with labia because it'd be someone's name. Sure. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It's just because we don't say it frequently. Okay. Yes, I will give you that. For whatever reason, though, that word has just always rubbed me the wrong way. So we're just going to call it the L word, and we will continue to use the C word and the P word for the words no. that you don't like. Okay. No. We can't use any of them. None of those words. No more. Like, like just take them completely, completely out of our vocabulary. Completely out of the vocabulary. But what about bedroom vocabulary? You said like, there okay, is that's a right, thing. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Bedroom vocabulary is different than regular, everyday vocabulary. If I called Angelo a puss, 
Does that bother you? (laughs) (laughs) But does it? (laughs) I just don't like that word. It just made me laugh. Okay, but but in context, though, he is a pussy. So... <laughs> Angelo did nothing to deserve this. <laughs> Angelo's mic doesn't nothing. even work right Angelo now. Angelo did nothing to deserve this, and he can't even defend himself. Um. <laughs> um, I want to tell you a story from the states. All right, and I love this story because I am someone who strongly disagrees with the Youth Criminal Justice Act, and I know why it was put in place to to protect teens and and give them a second chance in life and so they don't end up with criminal records for life and stuff like that. What I really disagree with, though, is not being able to name them Mm -hmm. in the media. I think if you can commit an adult crime, then the least we can do is name you in the media the same way we would any other criminal. Right. And is it 18 or 16? Oh, good question. I want to say it's 16. Okay. I want to say that it is. In any case, however you feel about it, is up to you. Maybe you will change your mind when you hear this, though, one way or the other. A teenager who admitted he was responsible for a major wildfire in Oregon has been ordered to pay restitution in the amount of $37 million. The judge fully understands that this teenager will likely never pay back that full amount. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't matter. He has put him on a payment plan for at least the next decade before it gets re-examined, where he will start paying back $36,618,330.24 to cover the costs of firefighting, repair, and restoration to the gorge where he threw the fireworks into. Again, he admitted he did this. And the victims, the U.S. Forest Service, and the Oregon Department of Transportation. He's 15 years old, by the way. So old enough to know better. I mean, and like you said, he did this on purpose. Yep. This is for sure. Yep. He was 15. He was playing with fireworks. He lit a firework and threw it down into this gorge. That sparked a major wildfire that destroyed 48,000 acres of forest in Oregon. His mom is a stay-at-home mom. His father works as a cook in a kitchen. Authorities say the boy's identity and that of the family is being kept a secret because of the harsh public backlash over the forest fire that he created. Is that reasonable that we're going to charge him $37 million? And even though they know they'll never get it all back, they want some of it back. Is that fair to charge a 15-year-old? Put him on a payment plan for the next 10 years. We'll see. And I think if it was... was if they took away the Youth Criminal Justice Act, then we knew his name, the punishment would be different, right? It wouldn't be as bad because we know who the guy is. Probably. I love, though, that this teenager now has to go out and get a job and he has to make his payments before anything else, before he can pay his cell bill or his car insurance or whatever. Mm -hmm. He has to pay back whatever the judge ordered. And I don't think it was much. I think the judge has got him paying, like, I don't know, 120 bucks a month or something like that. Which maybe for a 15-year-old is a decent amount of money. Yeah. It could even be a little less than that. In any mm-hmm. case, for 10 years, he has to make monthly payments as restitution. And that's one of the things that I really feel like is missing in society today is people aren't paying for their crimes. Forget about jail time and stuff like that. I mean paying for the rescue that had to go into saving your ass when you did something stupid. People aren't paying for the... Uh, the cost of the damage that they've done to other people. Mm -hmm. It just sort of gets thrown off as, eh, whatever, insurance will pay it. You have to pay restitution if you've wronged someone. I honestly believe that. If, I mean, hey, we talked about it on the show on Tuesday. I had my sprinkler on in the backyard. 
that sprinkler was going a little bit over the fence. It soaked my neighbor's shed. If that had done any damage to the lawnmower or any of the other equipment in there, I would have to pay restitution. And I think that in general, people should have to pay restitution for the stupid things that they did or for the crimes that they've committed, in particular crimes. I mean, hey, it would really suck if I had to go out and buy my neighbor a new lawnmower because I turned the sprinkler on and didn't realize it was going over the fence. I would do it, but it would suck. However, if you commit a crime and you damage a business when you do that, I think you should have to pay back that business. In this case, he burned down 48,000 acres of a forest. In this case, I think we can all agree, that kid is a kind Oh! (laughs) (laughs) It's not such a bad word after all now, is it? I don't mind it it now. (laughs) (laughs) 